let me tell you, when I used to go to Atlantic City long before you went, we would try to have our fill of vodka Red Bulls. Before now, they're all stingy about it. They were still stingy about it back then. Even back then, I remember at the Hilton, they would take it out of your comps. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Not the vodka, just the Red Bull. Howdy, it's Thursday, October 17th, 2019, and this is episode 110 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? So my birthday is Sunday, Uh huh. but I am far more excited for next Friday when I will be in Atlantic City. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain age that once you reach it, there's not a whole lot of, like excitement about your birthday i mean i think that age is like 12 or something but 12 times three is that uh yeah <laughs> sure hey we're getting babysitting gonna go get a nice dinner uh that, that actually is very nice yeah so you you do it bigger than than we do on our birthdays i think so good for you damn straight but atlantic city one week from right now you will maybe be in atlantic city uh, who knows well, you know, we don't want to, again, the marketing department tells us we, we shouldn't talk to about it until the appropriate time. It's true. So what happened in 2010? Boardwalk Empire debuted on HBO. Mm-hmm. Each of us, I believe, have watched the first two episodes. Right. And you actually had the idea of us uh, watching an episode per episode that we have and talking a little bit about it, which I was not against, but here we are. We haven't done it yet. So who knows? That's truly the mark of Do For Win is ideas... <laughs> Whether it be guests that we should have on or segments that we should do that we just don't put the effort into to actually make happen. So, Well, listeners, if you want, you can reach out to us and let us know. You would really like us to talk about an episode of Boardwalk Empire each and every episode that we have, if that's something that interests you. Or if you think it's horrible, reach out and let us know, too. Especially Craig. Craig really likes getting your feedback. That's true. So one thing <laughs> that we could do is wait another 90 episodes or whatever until we're out of years to talk about Oh, f- fair. Because there's no, like, you know, 1810. Atlantic City didn't exist. It was like a sandbar. Yeah. So, so 100, year mark it, 100 episodes from now, we'll talk about Boardwalk Empire, which debuted on HBO in 2010. Well, in uh, nine episodes or whatever, we'll be down to one year an episode again, right? That's true. Ten- yeah, so we could just do it nine episodes from now. Yeah, nine, right? Because we won't have anything to talk about in 2020 yet, even though 10 episodes from now, it will be 2020. We'll find something. We'll be like Revel closed in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. (laughs) Sorry, Ocean. Yeah, right. The Orc. The Orc. The the Ocker. So GGMB Casinos, uh, which was founded by Dennis Gomes and I believe Morris Bailey. Is that the MV? Does that sound right? We'll go with that. Uh, Purchase Resorts, which was taken over by lenders in December 2010 after Resorts International defaulted on its mortgage. Good job with making the agenda, as always, Craig. Threw awesome. me off, but so good at it. I'm a professional, and it is still owned by uh, by DGMB, uh, despite Dennis Gomes passing away, uh, whatever, six or seven years ago. Yep. So props to Craig for having the wrong date in this, and also spelling DGMB wrong. So DMGB, as it says in the notes, <laughs> I'll stand by it. 
so DGMB sort of rescued it from right failure. Yeah. Like it was, there was rumor were rumors that it was going to close. Yep. Uh, I think one of the first things that they did was the flapper outfits. The, yeah, right? the flapper outfits, which they got sued over. Yep, <laughs> sure did. I wrote a paper about that in college in uh, in grad school, and changed to the 1920s theme, which did not last very long. So that was sort of their first attempt at a revamp, and it was very dark in that casino. I actually sort of liked the vibe, but then when they redid it and made it brighter, I do have to say I like it better that way. Let's just say the first couple times you went, you were all about going to resorts. I don't know if it was your first time or what, but you're like, we need to go to resorts and see the cocktail waitress outfits. (laughs) And I was like, whatever, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. To be clear, it was I I think it was honestly just because you wanted to see and experience them. Not for any ulterior motives, but... Clearly, no ulterior motives. My intentions were pure. Right. I mean, if you want that, just go to Borgata instead. Right. So. Yeah, Borgata's totally fine. Yeah. In that department. Right. And it's also taken some heat over it, I think. Yes, that is definitely the truth. Actually, so if you're picking a casino to go to based on that, you should really just look for news headlines about which casino has gotten in trouble for it. Or just go to Borgata. Like, oh, that's the one that I want to go Go, to. Go to the Borgata. Just go to Borgata. Pretty much general advice for life. (laughs) So Revel's original proposed opening date was 2010. So, yeah, that didn't happen. I don't know if you heard, but there had been some economic calamity going around Atlantic City around that time. So on April 1st, 2010, Morgan Stanley said that it is pulling out of the $2 billion Revel Casino in Atlantic City and prepared to take a substantial loss on the stalled project, which has already sunk $1.2 billion into the company, which owns more than 90% of the Ocean Team Casino Hotel on the boardwalk, did not list a reason for abandoning the project, <laughs> other than that they knew it would be an economic calamity. They announced that opening date in 2007, which, you know, was before the economy 2010. got destroyed. <laughs> yes, and also before before 2010. <laughs> Uh, and then it seems like just reading about the construction of Revel, it was really a mess. I mean, trying to do all this stuff and build a $2 billion property in the midst of a huge recession seemed perilous and, and was perilous. And then they pushed it through and opened anyway in 2012, so two years after the fact. And uh, how'd that go, Kyle? I think it went pretty well. Oh, yeah, it was great. Revel was a huge success from the first day, right? I think with hindsight, we will really look back at Revel and say they ushered in a new era of Atlantic City. (laughs) All right, so 1910. (laughs) There is a historical plaque near the Obsecan Lighthouse that you can read about. This is the only thing I found for 1910, but it's something that you can go look at. So I feel like that's decent enough. So there's a plaque by Obsecan Lighthouse honoring this from, and I'll read what it says on the plaque. From 19 September to 24 September 1910, about 45 years after the last shot of the Civil War was fired, the 44th National Grand Army of the Republic Encampment Convention, in parentheses, thank you for that clarification, was held in Atlantic City. The GARA Union, the North, by the way, also in parentheses, (laughs) Civil War Veterans... (laughs) Just in case you didn't know which side the Union was. Civil War Veterans Organization had in attendance over 18,000 of its 214,000 members arriving from across the nation, many still suffering from wounds inflicted decades before in the war. The days of the gathering were marked by parades and meetings for the encampment were held at Steel, Million Dollar, Steeplechase, and Young's Ocean Piers. I feel like I could have cut it off like two seconds ago, but it's two sentences ago, but I had to get in all the piers. Yeah, I think that's a fair decision. I mean, we need to know about the piers. Steel, million dollar, 
not mentioned Schiff's Central Pier. Yes, I don't know why they didn't mention <laughs> good old Schiff's Central Pier. It was it was 1910, and they were playing all the crane games at the Schiff's yes. <laughs> Central Pier. And going to have all the delicious beer you can drink at the Garden Pier for the one day that was open. Yeah. The Honorable Bart Blatstein yes. opened his Garden Pier for the <laughs> veterans of the Civil War. Anyways, <laughs> people are going to be very confused about this. Yeah. Luckily, we do this podcast for ourselves and not the audience. Yeah. So Everything's going perfectly. We're going to Atlantic City. Uh, yeah. I assume so. We're still going, right? Like, that's definitely happening? Yeah, I think so. Do you have anything booked? No. That's typical. Don't know when I'm going. I don't know if I'm going Thursday. I don't know if I'm just doing a day trip Friday. I don't know what's happening. What? You can't just do a day trip. Yeah, I'll probably go Thursday night. I think I'll do that. I mean, you had sort of hinted you might go Thursday afternoon. And if you're going to go Thursday afternoon, you might as well go Thursday morning. I mean, that's science. I'll probably go Thursday night if I go Thursday. So so nothing booked. Don't even have a timeline planned. No. My next question is, are we actually going to see each other? I think I should be fine. I think uh, I think I can stay until Friday night. Okay, cool. So probably. I mean, I don't know how fully this has been communicated yet in my household, but so there's always <laughs> some chance to like, you have to pick up the kids on Friday, in which case I'll be leaving at like one, but I think it'll be fine. Well, And then we would actually see each other for... 15 minutes. Yeah, literally. I'm, I think I'm going to take the bus I usually take, which gets to Caesars at 12.25 p.m. So if you're yeah. leaving at 1. Which you'll be right. I mean, we talked about you throwing your key to the West Tower to me as I drive by on the bus while you're pulling out onto the AC Expressway. Expressway mm-hmm. So, No, nah, I think we'll be fine. I think I'll be able to stay until, until Friday night. But I will not be needing the West Tower, I don't think, despite your best intentions. Oh, I did have the best intentions. My brother got a comped room at the ocean, so I'm just going to share that with him. It seems like, why would I look for another place? Because you hate people and don't want to be with them? I might be thinking of myself, but... Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> so the the rates everywhere for that Friday have dropped a lot. Like, Golden Nugget, uh-huh. without being logged in, is 99 bucks a night. I think Trop is 90 bucks a night. Caesar is is like 45 for me when I'm logged in. So that'll almost certainly go comp. Caesars and Harris will probably both go comp. Bally's for some reason is like a hundred bucks more than either of those two. But I don't see any reason to put my own name on a room when Paul has a room booked that I can just stay in, in a super nice room at Ocean. Uh, obviously the question would be, do I want to support Ocean? Right. And the secondary question, will you get a player's card there? Finally. <laughs> yes, of course. I'll open a day of play there if I'm staying there. I mean, I stayed there once before and didn't open a day of play there, so I guess saying of course is not really <laughs> meaningful, but yes, I would do What if you're not going to support them? Will you just open a player's card to spite them and use their whatever 25 free bucks they give you? And Yeah, tier match. Mm-hmm. I was going to say get into the lounge, but you need 10 comp dollars to do that, which I'm not going to have. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it does feel a little hypocritical after talking about how crappy their policy was, but it didn't affect me the t- rolling back comps because i had no comps i didn't have a card so i'm just gonna play ignorant and be like i had no idea that any of this happened and hope that they don't screw me over and take away the four comp dollars that i'm gonna earn on this trip. i know you it'll be really sad if you lose that dollar 28 or whatever <laughs> i mean my like board comp dollars expire six months after i go to board every time i go to board because i don't yeah i don't pay. know why well, don't know why you don't go to the gift shop every single time and i always forget i 100 forget 100 percent of the time like i always like get a gatorade or something and 
So Hard Rock claims that they just apply your comps at checkout unless you tell them not to. And that is absolutely not true because I always leave with comps and they always charge mm-hmm. me the resort fee, which they say you can pay with comps. Yeah, I always ask at TROP to, for them to apply it to my resort yeah. fee. So I always make sure to drain it. I also always just check out on the TV because I don't yeah. want to deal with an actual human. Well, that's don't get your comps drained doing that. That's true. I really should be using my comp dollars on sweet hard rock Atlantic City swag. S U I T E? Yes. Cheekies and sweets. Cheekies and sweets. <laughs> That's our business venture. Nobody steal that. Yeah. Cheekies and Pete's, if you're listening, we've already trademarked it. Yeah. Tropicana. Yeah, you're going to have to uh, re up with us on the advertising budget yeah. to get, get access to that. Tropicana, have your people call our people because we have a pitch for you. Yes. We don't want to say what it is, <laughs> even though we already did. But it involves Chickies and Pete's branded rooms <laughs> and puns. Anyways, <laughs> terrible. Absolutely terrible. Will there be beer taps in these suites? I feel like the answer has to be yes. Will they function? Oh, no. It's, no. yeah, it's like in the West Tower. So, absolutely not. Everything is seasoned with whatever seasoning they call the crab fries. <laughs> like the generic old bay. So, like the duvet. Just, they just put seasoning <laughs> just on like it. Just like put some seasoning it. salt on that. Yeah, like you get into the bed and they've just put it between the sheets. And you're yeah. like, oh god, <laughs> this happened. I only like toasted coconut crumbs between my sheets. <laughs> it just burns if you have any open wounds. I <laughs> 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 uh, think maybe you shouldn't be getting into bed anyway with any yeah. open wounds, but you know, you wake up it like burns to pee because it's all gotten in there. <laughs> this is what the people want to hear about. Do we have any actual plans for this trip? This is the trip that's literally seven days away, and you have nothing booked. You don't even know when or if you're going, it seems like. Yeah, that sounds right. We don't know what meals we're going to be getting together. Presumably Friday lunch and Friday dinner. We could do lunch, yeah, sure. Are you going to feel like you need to be getting in and getting out of a dinner somewhere, or do you want to go to, like, Doc's or someplace good? Uh, I don't know. If you want to go to dinner at, like five we could do a nicer one i guess but yeah i'm not gonna go to like a seven o'clock dinner at some fancy place because i'm probably gonna have to get out so so you, so my reservation for docs at eight i should, should yeah. cancel i mean you and paul can go do you actually have a reservation at docs at eight because no, that, no, i no. wouldn't like put it past you no but i do and have by a, you i mean paul a, a restaurant spreadsheet that's the thing that i made inspired by my vegas <laughs> ridiculous vegas restaurant spreadsheet like, I will say, too, like, I don't mind just eating something on the road, driving home or whatever. So true. I and do not want to discourage you and Paul, who care about food, like, orders of magnitude more than I do. We've talked about doing a meetup with the people, but your yeah. schedule's very up in the air. Uh-huh. So can we not even... I don't know. You can schedule a meetup, and I'll either be there or not. So one option, I, I mentioned doing, like, craps or pie gal. Sure. We could... I'll do that. Meet at a video poker bar. Yep. Uh, yeah. B-bar, probably, because all the other ones suck. But sure. They don't suck. I mean, the video poker at all the other ones sucks. Well, I don't understand. I mean, I also probably won't be drinking Friday late afternoon because I'm driving Friday evening. That's true. But if I'm going to be staying at Ocean, I'm probably going to be on the <laughs> boardwalk side, right? So it doesn't make any sense to do it at mm. B-bar. We're not figuring any of this out at all, are we? It's almost like we should have <laughs> talked about this before we recorded an episode. Yeah. We'll figure something out. We can post it on the Twitter. 
I mean, the other option is just I can create like a Facebook group chat or whatever and put people who are going to be there in it. Because there's been a, a lot of, you know, maybe there's been a lot of, ah, I'm actually not going to get there until after Kyle's gone, which, you know, I think not only makes sense, but is probably preferable for you all. Yeah. To show up after Kyle's already on the road. I wholly endorse that. <laughs> we'll have a better time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think there are, yeah, I mean, we'll figure something out and post it in the Facebook group and on Twitter. And then otherwise we can just do it on the fly. I'll make a group chat or whatever, like all the many other group chats I have with various podcasts and podcast fans. I'm in no group chats. It's great. <laughs> uh, my only must do that I have on my list is Rhythm and Spirits. Which you don't care anything about, probably, because it's cocktails and live music. Yeah, and I'll probably be in the not drinking phase yes. of the trip by that point. Uh, so Paul and I will probably you can do, do that Friday night. Yeah, yeah, Paul and I will probably do that after you leave. But the cocktail menu looks quite good. It looks like a cool space, so I'm interested to go see what they have. And you know, we've loved Iron Room, and so I, this is the same owners as Iron Room. So that's the one thing that I'm super excited about and really want to make sure I do. Which is also Orange Loop side. I've got a bunch of stuff that I would be really interested in doing that i feel like i talk about every time like bure villain and saint at ocean the beer garden down by tropicana tony's baltimore grill when sober although that seems like a terrible idea uh i would like to check out the sports book at borgata if i'm over there get some of those cheese curds fried cheese curds you know what i'm talking about <laughs> bill's bar and burger at the golden nugget kyle yeah i gotta stay at golden nugget just so i can get bill's bar and burger you should stay at golden nugget man if you stay at World Nugget on Friday, I'll pay like, I don't know, 60 bucks towards that. Ooh, that's like half the room. It's probably a little more than that. I don't know. Probably like 140 after the resort fee. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Anyways, anything else about the trip? Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Regardless of when you get there and when you leave, you're going to get there. You're going to sit at a tile stable. Mm -hmm. You're going to talk to no one. Yep. You're going to drink some beers. The, the drinking beer is part of the trip will be Thursday night when I get there, probably at like 11 p.m. Because that's when I always get there when I go late at night. So you'll get there Thursday. You'll play at Tropicana, which is where you're going to be staying. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> sounds pretty likely. You will not go to Chickies and Pete's. You will not pitch the Chickies and Sweets. Maybe I will. No, but I won't. Because Chickies and Pete's sucks. You're, you're more likely to find a Tropicana executive, talk to them, pitch our idea, tell them about the podcast... Then you are to actually sit down at Chickies and Pete's and eat a meal. Yes. Okay. That is 100% true. Anything else before I get into Paul's question? Yeah, I, I mean, I've really just done no planning at all for this trip, as usual, so I have nothing. We could not be more different in the way we prepare for an Atlantic City or Vegas trip. <laughs> I, I have two Google Docs for this trip. One that is a potential itinerary. With a list of option, like restaurant options. I don't know. Like, I think Paul kind of brings out the worst in you in that aspect, right? Like, like if we're both going, yeah. Like, that's I feel true. like when, whenever it's you and Paul, that's when you like really go into overdrive on the the planning. Yeah, because we talk about it on Google Chat, and it's feeds off of each other. Like looking up all the restaurants on the Yelp and and figuring out where the best possible meal and cocktails are going to be. So that's definitely true. So yeah, I guess that's an interesting question. Like if it was just you and I going, would I have even one Google Doc? I feel like when just you and I go, I have a short list of things that I... To like try to prod me into? Not even that. It's just a list of stuff that I'm sort of like, maybe I have two things that I really want to make sure I do. And then I have a bunch of things that are just there to remind me of them when I'm trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> I don't even know why you have a list of, 
of things to do. We all know what you're actually going to do, which is stand in a casino, walk slowly around all the slot machines, stand a little more, like walk slowly around all the slot machines again. You make fun of it, but that's, I love it. Just taking in the sounds, hearing the various <laughs> machines, hearing the screech of the eagle on the buffalo machine. I really think it's funny how different we are. I got sucked into the rabbit hole of slot players on YouTube recently. My God. Like, wow. And then I started watching free spins, people triggering a bunch of free spins, which we discussed last episode is something that I love. And I just couldn't stop watching it. And I was like, this is amazing. Just the sounds (laughs) just taking it in. And then the people would talk and be like, shut up, shut up. It's like watching a video game, like playthrough. And somebody's talking over it, and you're like, I don't want to hear you. I'm here to hear seal the deal guy go, ar, 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 and clap and stuff. Like, that's what I want. I'm sure seal the deal is a prominent part of all these videos that you were watching. All I wanted was the sound effect for Buffalo when you get three Buffaloes in a row, and it goes, Buffalo! And I could not find that. Like, why is that so hard to find? It was worth the, like, you know, hour and a half I spent <laughs> looking for that. I cannot imagine, like, that... If I was trying to think of the worst thing I could do to spend my time, yeah. like if I wanted to agitate myself to the maximum <laughs> level, like that's exactly how I would do it. But you hear those sounds all the time. You're in the casino. You, yeah. you don't like them just because you, you like no, them. No, no, no. It's not about me disliking them. I mean, I'd be like, like in the casino, like, you know, I'll play slots once every blue moon or whatever. Like, it's fine, I guess. But I don't like I don't think it would do anything for me to watch it on youtube it just really made me want to go play buffalo yeah that's all it did like i don't enjoy the slots for the slots i just like putting the money in and hitting the button <laughs> like that's the best part i mean that's that why i like i like three, you know that i like three real slots the best that's that true. is my favorite kind we're very different gamblers <laughs> i think i think you sort of touched on it when you just glossed over it last episode where you said like i i don't have the itch like i don't look at things and think like how can we bet on this right i get the itch to like play video poker or if i you know hear the eagle screech sound from buffalo there's actually some like ad that has an eagle screech and i'm like oh now i want to play buffalo <laughs> like that stuff gives me the itch or like i think about being at a video poker bar and like that experience or just you know slowly wandering around the slot floor as you mentioned like that is what i think about that i want to be there but I- i'm not really thinking about the actual gambling for the most part yeah. So I think when you say, you know, I'm not a gambler, quote unquote, I think that's probably right, you know, in that I don't get the itch to actually gamble. I mean, I can sports make sports bets all the time and I maybe make one sports bet a week. I don't know. Even like for sports bets for me, like, I guess it was a different, like, I used to be a bit more educated on that stuff than I am now, but it's just like, I don't think I have any advantage in anything that I would do there. It's just like, the action is good. Uh, see, it's really fun to put like 10 bucks on some random 10 p.m. hockey game that you're going to watch anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm all for that. Put it on the over and just be like, cheer for goals. It's great. See, that's something I would support 100%. I think that's that's a great idea. Uh, like definitely makes a game $10 more fun. Way more than $10 more fun. That's that's a good ad for, for gambling addiction. <laughs> yes. My parents would be proud. All right, get to Paul's question. So Paul asked, if you had a trip where no casino in AC knew that you were there, no comp rooms, no players club cards, etc., no bus tickets. He didn't say that, but I'm adding that. <laughs> what would you do for the trip? So the no comp room things, like that's, I think it's a bigger wrinkle for me than he probably thought it was. So like I'd want to handle that in a little bit. 
but no player's club cards. Like, I, I will give play to wherever I'm staying, like, a bit, but I feel like I spend my day-to-day, like, reasonably independent from where I'm staying or whatever that night. Uh, like I said, I'll I'll go in the High Limit slot room and play some Jacks are Better for a little bit wherever I'm staying, just because I feel like, I don't know, I should or whatever. But uh, I think for the most part, like, I spend most of my days, like, treating it as if I didn't necessarily have a player's clip card. Um, yeah, the comp room thing. I don't know. It would be pretty different. I'd probably just stay where it's the cheapest, I would think. Yeah. But it depends on what the price difference is. Like, I mean, I know in the summer, like, prices are pretty humongous. So I would definitely stay where it's the cheapest then. In the winter, I'm not really sure. I don't know what the rack rates are for most of these rooms in the winter. So... Cheap, for me to answer. Like, you know, 50 bucks weeknights. But so I'm just going to push back a little bit on on your assessment that you play necessarily like go out of your way too much to play. So, yeah, I think it was maybe three or four trips ago. You had a room booked for, I want to say Taylor or something in in Valleys. Valleys. Yep. And you were at Tropicana. And there were definitely times where you were like, oh, I should uh, go like, gamble. I should at probably go, go yeah. gamble at Valleys a little bit. Like I said, I try to put like. An hour in maybe in the high limit slot room if I'm staying in a place or whatever. But, uh, I mean, so yeah, there's that. So it depends. I mean, I spend a lot more of my time gambling than you probably in Atlantic City too. So it's not a super huge deal for me. So it's not that I would treat, like the trip wouldn't be exactly the same, but I think it'd be like fairly similar. And that trip, like we spent a lot of time still like, you know, at the Tennessee Avenue Beer Garden or at Piccadilly or whatever. So, I don't know. And I think for you also, like, you care less about where it is that you're doing the gambling, right? Like, you aren't like, yeah. oh, I want to be sitting at the best pie gambling oh, no. table. Like, it's, <laughs> it's pretty well established at this point that, like, perhaps my least favorite casino in Atlantic City, like, casino itself is Tropicana, and yet I will gamble there for, you know, an hour every trip because I stay there every trip, so... but it's, And it's not like when you're there, you're like, this sucks. No, no, no. I'm still having a good time, but I just think it's worse than the other options. So for me, I feel like I'm more... I'm worse about thinking, like, oh, I should play a little more. Like, I will stay up later and play maybe, like, an extra hour or something that I normally would. And I think a big part of that's because I gamble less. I think mean, it's sort of, like, twofold. Like, I'm... Right. Yeah, I think because, yeah, for me and you, like I said, it, it's just like, I can do an hour for me, but it's in the high limit slot room, right? right. So, so I'm gambling at a lower level, right? So I, I feel like I, you know, I'm not getting very many tier credits or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting many comp dollars. So I, I definitely do find myself thinking like, oh, I should really play a little longer and then maybe I'm playing longer than I'm actually having a really good time. <laughs> so that's, that's not good. So like, yeah, if, if I could stop myself from doing that, that would be good. I mean, it's not like, it's not like two hours and I'm like, you know, ruining my trip or anything. And it's not like I'm losing a bunch more money than I should be losing. It's just, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, I sh- I could really just go to bed now. And then I'm like, eh, I should play a little longer. And really, I should like cut myself off. But I, I do think since I play less, I feel more of this. Like, I really like getting the comp room, which we've talked about a bunch of times. And even now, like, I know I'm staying in Ocean and I'll still check the Caesars Rewards site and be like, oh, Caesars has gone down. I bet I'm going to be able to get it comped. Even though, like, if Forum Tower was comped, I would not change the room. It's just, like, yeah. that allure of that comp room. I think when I started going to AC, it was such a cool thing to know that I could get a comped room. And now, even though in my head, like, it doesn't actually matter, I still want to have it. And I want to see it. Right. Especially since for every single casino other than Caesars, like, it's actually not a comp room. So 
I mean, it'll be interesting to see this trip because I'm not going to have my name on a room. I'll probably be opening up a card at Ocean, so I'll want to, like, you know, have it p- focus my play at Ocean for that. But I, I expect if I was just completely unattached to a room, I mean, say it's a day trip, right? I would just casino hop, I think. Like, I would go yeah. to a bunch of different casinos. I think you're right. I think I think it is a little more different than I initially laid out. I do think when I was younger, I did go to more casinos per trip. And ever since I've been like a little more cognizant of my ADT, I've probably tried to limit it to like three casinos max a day or whatever that I'm opening up a gambling day at. So it's possible that I would go to more casinos in a day if I wasn't worried about the comps. Yeah, and there is sort of like an ignorance is bliss portion of that for me, at least. Like, I, I mean, we joke about like, let them know you're alive and how I actually felt that way about like going to Tropicana for five minutes before I got on the bus. There, but there was something very freeing about, you know, you could walk down the boardwalk, you could pop into Atlantic Club, sit down at a machine. And if you're just not feeling it for 15 minutes, be like, hey, I'm going to go back to like Caesar Spally's Wild Old West and wander around there. Like I, and we used to do that a lot. Like we used to pop into Tropicana and, you know, play for a short time and, and we weren't actually thinking about how that affected anything. Uh, and now I feel like we wouldn't really do that. Or if, I mean, if we did it, we would not use our players card, which, yep. uh, which is probably the smart thing to do. But really, for the most part, like we just wouldn't do that. Like we wouldn't go someplace for, for 10 or 15 minutes or an hour and, and, then be like, eh, actually, let's like move on to the next thing. It's pretty rare that we would hop that quickly, I think. Sounds right. Uh, I would probably also gamble less, but I don't think it would be like such a significantly less amount that it would, that I need to like reevaluate my lifestyle or anything like that in that I don't bring that much to gamble with in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I would gamble less. Yeah. I don't think you would at all. I think yeah. you'd gamble exactly the same amount. <laughs> I think you might do slightly different stuff, but I don't think you'd gamble any less. Yeah, like, I wouldn't play video poker as much, I think. Because video poker, for me, it's, like, kind of the easy way for me to put a lot of coin in, basically, through a machine or whatever, right? So I would play probably less video poker and more table games, if if I had to say anything. Even though video poker is like not particularly well comped, it's still uh, but it's still like it racks up the tier credits and yeah, it's and it's stuff. better than more than Pie anything poker. else I can do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, even you know, playing a two dollar jacks or better machine gives me way it makes me look way better in the eyes of the casino than playing even sixty dollar a hand, which I play not infrequently. Pie tiles. So, uh, so any anything else on this question or anything about our AC trip before we move on to actual news? No, that was an interesting question though, and I think it probably interesting for other people to think about too so we'll keep you posted on facebook twitter (laughs) about what our actual plans are i mean you you assume that i'll come up have a plan before like thursday morning right but even in that case i'll keep people posted and if you (laughs) if you are going to be there let us know either on facebook or twitter and i'll figure out some way to keep everybody who's actually going to be there in the loop as to where we'll be Uh, and if you want a shirt let us know because we have them and we can get you to get them to you without yes. shipping costs. So nine dollars for large and extra large, <laughs> or eleven dollars for one one medium left, I believe. Yeah, we're running out of a bunch of sizes. We're down to like one or two and a yeah, bunch of I sizes. Know. So. Don't worry, we have like thirty larges and extra larges though. So yes, but I think all the other sizes are running low. Yeah. But. Anything big happen in city news, Kyle? 
Uh, I don't, not really, I guess. I'm yeah, we sure. can just skip that thing, yeah. right? <laughs> so uh, we've talked about it uh, a little bit. Certainly we would have talked about it more if it was back in the early days of the podcast. But the mayor of, or the previous mayor of Atlantic City, Frank Gilliam, is out, which is why he's the previous mayor, not the current mayor. So uh, this happened after he pled guilty to, uh, was basically fraud charges for stealing a bunch of money from a fund for whatever youth basketball he raised eighty seven thousand dollars for for youth ba- youth basketball uh youth basketball charity and then stole the money from the charity so yep so anyway he uh pled guilty to that and then later in the day resigned as mayor and just just happened uh yesterday or the day before is longtime city council member marty small was uh I don't know if elected is the right word, kind of chosen as the replacement mayor by the small council they have uh, to be the mayor until the next election in 2020. So get out the sirens because Marty Small is the new mayor of Atlantic City. Marty Small, the inspiration for my Facebook and Twitter posts saying that we're actually going to Atlantic City and putting sirens around. Oh, yes. Around all of that. If you do not follow Marty Small, he is a fan of the sirens. I think he's scaled that back a little bit, but yes, he certainly used to be, everything was a bunch of siren emojis and, you know, about anything that, that he was doing, no matter but, how big uh, or small. But. For the people who, who sort of follow Atlantic City politics a little bit, uh, Marty Small had a pretty contentious primary against uh, Frank Gilliam this uh, this term, I guess, in 2016, and I guess he was pretty well known for being like a very close ally of Don Guardian, um, kind of in the years before that. So he worked sort of, I guess, across the aisle in in terms of working with Don Guardian. So I, I think that's sort of what he's known for. Yeah, I mean, he's been around a long time. So mm-hmm. obviously, all of this has the big asterisk that the state still controls. Right. The mayor really doesn't have a whole lot of say. I mean, there's also the asterisk that Marty Small has been indicted twice for voter fraud, I think. Uh, He claims it was politically motivated, which is not totally outlandish, given that it's New Jersey, but I don't really know enough to comment a whole lot on it. So, but there is that. It's out there. So, but yet another black eye on the uh, Atlantic City politics that certainly, I mean, really just kind of in line with the entire history of Atlantic City politics. (laughs) <laughs> like this isn't so outlandish. I mean, it is an, the next level to be stealing from a charity. But come on, just get kickbacks like everyone else. <laughs> Nucky would not appreciate stealing from children's charities. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot else to say. I mean, I think personally, I think it's good. I don't have anything against Marty Small. He's always seemed like a pretty stand-up guy to me. So, uh, so that's. The big piece of news, but the thing we've talked about more than that is the Oceans Players Club. Yeah. And they have some details about how you can drive that Mercedes, Kyle. Indeed. Are you excited? Did you look yeah. up what, what I, it is? I did. I did look at it, and I it was noted that it really isn't just a test drive. They will let you... Well, they will give you a lease for a Mercedes if you're in their highest, and I'm sure very exclusive uh, the chairman. level. Yes. Yes. So there's a couple of different things you can do with uh, the players card levels. And this these are more or less for black and chairman for the most part. You can go on a free carnival cruise 
uh, once a year if you're chairman or black level you can go to the bahamas and do you know if this is at atlantis i'm not sure it doesn't it doesn't actually say here yeah you're right it's just this ocean view or fountain yes. view but it doesn't say what the hotel is <laughs> right <laughs> so you can go to the bahamas for three nights and then get a little bit of slot play and and food and beverage credits uh or you can go to the hippodrome in london and stay at the radisson blue and uh for three nights and and do that so that's at the chairman or the black level uh there are some things you can do for the other levels but not really <laughs> uh and then if you are chairman which is three hundred thousand tier points uh, you also get a gift every year, and there are six gifts. There's, and actually, each gift is a lot of options. So basically, the, the top level is that gift one is you can get a year lease on a Mercedes-Benz. Gift two is you get a bunch of electronics, a MacBook, an iPhone 11, an iPad Air, an Apple Watch, AirPods, and Apple Home. So you get all of those things if you choose that one. You can have a home theater system, which comes with a 70-inch Samsung TV and a soundbar and a Blu-ray player. Uh, you can get Gift 4, which is uh, some jewelry that you have a bunch of choices for. Gift 5 is a his and hers watch set from a couple big brands. And then Gift 6 is $10,000 at Macy's, $8,000 at Home Depot, $7,500 of free slot play, or $6,000 in cash. So I don't know how how much 300,000 tier credits are at ocean, but it's quite a bit. So I don't know if this really affects a whole lot of people. Yeah, neither but, of us are getting there. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen though. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's a, it's a little bit beyond the, what you typically see. I feel like just in terms of it's some flashy stuff that they can put on these signs and say like, you can get a year lease of a Mercedes. Yeah. So just, just for some context, you know what the, Tier credits required for black is tier levels. Blue is up to two thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Gold is three thousand to fifteen thousand effectively. Platinum is fifteen thousand to seventy five thousand. Black seventy five thousand to three hundred thousand. And German is three hundred thousand and up. So that's probably similar to the Caesars earning rates. Then you we would guess. Yeah. Do you know what the earning rate is for slot dollar? Is it no. is it five is it five for one? I, I don't. I don't think they publish that anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's most a lot. places. Anyway, don't. 300,000 300, is a lot. Yeah, but now it's you not, know what they mean it's, by if it's Caesars. Mercedes. It's only what twice as much as uh, Seven Stars, though, right? Seven Stars is one hundred and fifty. Yeah, I think that's right. Eh, yeah, it's probably doable for the savvy kind of AP. Yeah, so I guess black is like easier to obtain if you're only playing at ocean than seven stars is if you're playing at caesars except for all the bonus stuff at at caesars where you hit you know you're like doubling your tier credits with big single day plays but uh yeah it seems like chairman's really the crazy aspirational level like that's what they're trying to do to bring in the super high rollers yeah i don't know it's good that you get something like that though seems cool but it doesn't matter yeah i mean we certainly heard all of the crapping on oceans players club of the last several weeks so yeah i mean it, it'll be interesting to see if this actually entices the uh high roller players to come rather than being turned off by what has happened with the rollbacks of the comps the expiration of the comps and i guess we'll see that in the gambling revenue probably shortly you know once yeah. i get my card and i give them like 30 bucks in slot play 
You're going to see that in the bottom line. Yeah. So what's going on at Borgata? They're getting a sort of real residency, which is rare for Atlantic City, and in terms of it being an actual celebrity and not like some sort of impersonation show like they used to have at resorts or valleys or wherever it was. And it's comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. He is going to do 12 shows at the Borgata. Does that mean anything to you? Are you a fan? I don't don't know who that is. Well, he's a very popular comedian. And apparently it's the most shows ever by one artist in Borgata's history. And they're all going to be in the month of June of 2020. So uh, sort of a, a brief, I don't know if you'd actually call it a residency. It's sort of a short run of shows, but... 12 shows for AC, like, that's a lot. Try to fill that place for a bunch of nights in a short amount of time. 2,500-seat venue, so whatever that is. 30,000 tickets total for 12 shows. Can confirm. Math checks out. What do you think? You're not going to go because you've never heard of this guy? Yeah, that sounds right. I know he's very popular. I don't know much about him. So uh, all the dates are listed at the Borgata's site. I mean, I think that's kind of cool that they're getting someone who is, I think, very high up in the current comedian stature. Yeah, it's good. Not as big as the Geeter. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who that is. You can, you can keep on going. You're on a roll. So Haven, the old Haven nightclub at Golden Nugget, is now the wave. And I didn't hear any marketing about this at all. I think I just saw it when I was on Golden Nugget's website checking what the room rate is going to be for next Friday. And... As far as I can tell, they are catering to an older clientele. The big thing they're advertising is that every Thursday night is Geeter Gold dance parties. And I'm not from Philadelphia, so I don't know who the Geeter is, or I did not know who the Geeter is. And I looked it up. He is Jerry Blavat, also known as the Geeter with the heater and the big boss with the hot sauce. I'm assuming nicknames he's given himself. An American disc jockey and performer who has been a major influence in promoting oldies music on the radio. That's from his Wikipedia. Uh, so oldies music, I think, is a thing you need to know. He has a club in uh, Margate, I think, that probably also plays oldies. So I don't know what kind of club plays oldies, but there you go. A club that tries to attract oldies. Which seems like it's what's going to be going to be what the wave is. I mean... Does that excite you? I know that you love Boogie Nights. So Boogie Nights is like, you know, 70s, 80s music. I would seriously consider going and checking it out. I mean, if so I was this there is, with this just is my probably wife. what, like, like, like doo-wop, like 50s stuff, you think? Right. So I do really like, you know, Frankie Valley and that kind of stuff, which I don't think is fully like oldies, oldies. Probably is now at this point. But that, that is oldies. I don't know what else that would be. I think of oldies as like even like you know fifties, like even before that. But who knows? I haven't listened to much oldies radio lately, Kyle. Unfortunately, because mm. right. I would if I could get the big boss with the hot sauce up here in Hoboken. <laughs> but since I can't, I don't bother. <laughs> I want to see what the so, crowd is at this. This is just what I want to see. I, I will say, I, I know you'll be sad for the deleterious effect that this is going to have on your Twitter feed, though. It's all downhill. Your Twitter feed is not going to be as good. It's not Haven anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Haven, I can't, I, I, what I don't understand is like, was Haven just a massive money loser? Because like, how is this going to bring in the money I that a nightclub would bring? Haven was very popular. So I don't, 
fully understand. Maybe after the brawl that the X-Mare got in there, maybe that was like the beginning of the end. Yeah, I mean, I know with Vegas, they say that nightclubs have a pretty short shelf life. I mean, we remember Dusk at, at Caesars when we started going, when I started going, yeah, Dusk was, was like hot shit. And it was insane. And then it was like nothing ever again. Yeah, And when it closed, I was like, wow, I hadn't even heard or like thought about Dusk in two years. Yeah. And the Haven seemed like it was still decently talked about, but I know like Premiere had opened and then like, I don't know, Kiss Kiss A Go Go. I don't know how much people actually go to Kiss Kiss Nightclub at Trop. Trop has multiple nightclubs that are all pretty popular. It seems like the pool is obviously the one that you hear about all the time. And I think probably the most profitable, uh, at least a few years ago, they made a list of like the most profitable clubs in the United States. And that was on there. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting change to go to this seemingly like older focus stuff, but it probably makes sense with who's already at the Golden Nugget. And maybe if they're, you know, getting those people to spend a little more money or stay an extra night or whatever it is that that works out in their favor. So it's an interesting change in concept. They're going to fill it up because the Geeter with the heater. Apparently very well known in Philly. Yeah. Maybe our Philadelphia-based fans can tell us if that's actually true or not. <laughs> yes, all of them. Yeah. Anyway, I was very excited to see when you sent me in GChat the other day the link about the $500 a seat helicopter flights to an, or to a Golden Nugget from Manhattan. Uh, that's what I'll be taking to get to Atlantic City next weekend. Yeah. So just for, I'm sure that everyone's very interested. If you're interested, it leaves New York City at 4.45 p.m., gets a Golden Nugget at 5.30. It's a very uh, quick trip. Probably faster than high-speed catamarans. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to know. I don't think they ever got past the prototyping stage of that at the Genius College. Yes. But, uh, yeah, comes with a comp tonight at Golden Nugget. Uh, estimated retail value of $29. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, this is a one-way ticket, so you need to buy two of these if you would like to ride the helicopter back. No, you can't. You can't even ride it back, Kyle. Oh. You have to buy two tickets on the way there, so you and a friend have to go. Oh. Yeah. And then you have to find your own way and back you have like to a find schlub? your own way back. So, as I said in the Everything AC group where somebody posted this, take the helicopter to the Golden Nugget, take the Greyhound home. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> for a total round trip price for two people of $1,044. <laughs> and you won't you won't even get uh uh slot credits. No. I know. That's a shame. It would be like pretty close I think if you could get the bus credit, but I think unless this comes with bus credit, helicopter credit, it's just not going to be worth it. So they sort of hint that you're going to get like some sort of high roller perks if you take this, but there's nothing actually laid out. So it's like, do they just put you in the base room? You'd think if you're flying a helicopter and landing on the helipad at the Golden Nugget, they'd be like escorting you to your suite and taking you someplace nice and treating you very well and giving you the full high roller experience. But I mean, it's not like that expensive, right? Like 500 a person is not absolutely insane. No, it's not out of this world. Like, it's certainly not something that, like, only a high roller could afford. Well. So, yeah, I mean, you have to get back, which is weird. It's kind of strange. <laughs> Next time I'm, I'm up hanging out with you in Hoboken, and we're, like, looking for something to do on a Friday night, we'll just be like, hop, hop over to the city and fly on down to Atlantic City. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's super interesting. Like, when yeah. I first saw it, I was like, 
how can I make this work? Because just yeah. for research purposes alone, it would be worth 500 bucks. But I don't have any friends, so adding a second seat for a thousand bucks, it's not worth that. Plus, you know, I had to stay at Golden Nugget anyway for research purposes. So really, it seemed like it made a lot of sense until they added the second ticket in there. <laughs> I don't know. You just need to find a friend from New York. Yeah. That wants to ride the helicopter to Atlantic City. I mean, if we're going that far, it's like the pipe dream that I find a friend. We, I might as well find a friend who owns his own helicopter and he can t- take me to Atlantic City anytime I want. True. Yeah. It's the dream. Find friends with helicopters. So... I don't think we have too much else. We have some September data that came out, but we're running a little long, so we can hopefully cover that next time. And if not next time, because we have such a wild and crazy trip to Atlantic City the time after that. Uh, Do you have anything else before I shut this down? We could probably record the audio of the entire time that we're together in Atlantic City at the same time for this trip. And just it'll post, be shorter than this episode. Post the raw audio and it'll be shorter than the amount of time that we talked about what we might and probably won't do in just this episode. So look forward to that 15-minute episode sometime next week. Yeah, it'll be good. We haven't recorded a live episode in a while. Yeah, not going to change next week. It's not going to happen next week. No, no. no we can't, Absolutely not. We can't waste eight of the 12 minutes that we're going <laughs> to be together <laughs> right. recording something. All right, Craig. What do you think of this? Like early december we try to find some some day that works for both of us to stay the same night in atlantic city early december so you're talking like you know five weeks after we go yeah middle december I don't, I don't know i feel like that's more likely to happen if we're going with the families yeah i could do that yeah we could talk about that yeah won't be as interesting for the podcast listeners but <laughs> that's true as we've said this podcast is for us so yeah there you go Actually, everyone else is banned. Like, they're not even allowed. So if you want to reach out to us and not any of our other listeners because they've been banned, uh, you can do so <laughs> at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Uh, you can find all of our great content for us at do for a win.com. Find our podcast on iTunes, Central Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify, but not YouTube. Send Craig questions on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin. Uh, send Craig questions via email to do for a win at gmail.com and buy all of our shirts on our shirt buying page on do for a win or just give us money when we're in Atlantic City next week. By the way, you should you should tell us before we go if you want a shirt, though, because else I will not bring it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. You're not just going to throw the whole box of shirts in your trunk and, and leave it there? I will not. Okay. That yes. is a too valuable of a target for the bad guys <laughs> to go after. Good I point. just leave it abandoned in my car. Yeah. So the highest value target, one, one may say. Yeah. If you want a shirt, email, Facebook, Twitter, you know how to find yeah. us. Find us and let us know what you want us to bring. Or if you're not going, uh, still reach out to Craig on via any of those methods and uh, buy a shirt the old-fashioned way, and I'll throw it in an envelope and send it to you. If you go to doforawin.com now, on the right side, there's a little icon that is the t-shirts, and you click on that, and you can fill out the form. Oh, I have not seen such a thing, but perhaps I will do that right now. Probably because our website's blocked at your office. And it actually is. For and, uh, yeah, That is true. So, so now you know how all the listeners feel who we've just blocked from the podcast. (laughs) You were really the pioneer in being blocked from the podcast. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see some of you guys next week in Atlantic city and uh, we'll talk to you all in a couple weeks.
This episode of Do For A Win is brought to you by Chickies and Sweets. For when you need a nice sweet, <laughs> take a dump after your terrible Chickies and Peets. You don't even think it's terrible. That's the worst part. All Chickies and Sweet Sweets are in the West Tower. <laughs> <laughs>